Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Better get up. Oh, no. What time is it? Eleven o'clock. Oh, no kidding. Yes, and I think it's time we packed up and left Kenway Castle. Oh. Honestly, when I told Mrs. Blake we'd stop in and say hello to her parents, I didn't think we'd be the kind oh. of guests who never know when to leave. Yeah. You realize we were invited for lunch on Monday? Here it is Wednesday. We're still here. Yeah, it was not my fault. Boy, I never knew anybody as long-winded as that Lord Kenway. I never knew you to sleep so late in the morning. We've all had breakfast hours ago. Lady Kenway took Betsy to the village for something, and Aunt Effie and I have been stuck with Lord Kenway. She still is. I came up to pack. You know what he has? An enormous room with a huge table filled with literally hundreds, maybe thousands of little toy soldiers. Well, they're knights in armor. Some of them on horses. I say, I am exhausted. We have just refought the Battle of Hastings. Yeah, well, he's a bug on history, all right. Well, it's all been interesting and fascinating, but so far removed from our... Ordinary little way of life and my head swimming trouble with my headache. I didn't sleep at all. I really didn't. Guess you didn't either, did you, darling? Me? Slept like a top all night. Oh, I knew you weren't asleep. <laughs> you heard the ghost, too. Clanking, going down the hall outside. Oh, really, I... ghost the people. I know. In broad daylight, it seems silly, but in the middle of the night, with the wind howling through the castle towers... Well, let me tell you to... something. As what? Americans who see a lot of silly movies, we expect castles to have ghosts. So the Kenways pretend they have one, just so we'll enjoy our visit. Oh, I see. Well, I'm not spending another night here, so I'm going to pack. You get up now. Lord Kenway is waiting for you to refight the War of the Roses. Oh, golly, all right, all right. 
Beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. That's how the familiar saying goes, and what it means, of course, is that taste is a personal thing. But it also points up another fact, that to behold beauty requires vision. This year, thousands of adults will come to know how it is to live in a world of darkness. They will be victims of a stealthy disease known as glaucoma. Half of those who contract this disease are unaware there's anything wrong with their sight until it's too late. September has been designated sight-saving month, a time to learn the common danger signals which may indicate eye trouble. A free leaflet on eye care is now available to you, containing valuable information on early detection of dangerous symptoms. For this free leaflet entitled Prevention of Blindness, write Box 426, Radio City, New York, 19, New York. That's Prevention of Blindness, Box 426, Radio City, New York, 19, New York. Write for it today. It may be one of the wisest steps you've ever taken. And there we were, April the 14th, 1471, when the decisive engagement was fought. Now, wait a minute. Who am I again? Oh, you're the Earl of Pembroke, Miss Torrance. <laughs> uh, those are your men, and you're advancing from the left flank. Oh, yes. <laughs> Goodness, certainly makes history come alive. <laughs> now, as the sixth Earl of Kenway, I am lying in ambush just over the hill. What are you doing, Marlowe? I, I, I thought I was the Earl of Oxford, sir. I was advancing from the right flank. No, no, no. You've been defeated at the Battle of Tewkesbury. Oh, that's right, sir. Sorry, sir. Uh, have I been defeated too, Lord Kenway? I, I was the Earl of Warwick. Not only defeated, dead. Now, uh, do you understand oh. your position, Pembroke? <laughs> I think so. Ah, <laughs> oh, now, picture the morning of April the 14th, 1471. The banners of York and Lancaster flying in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. Marlowe, uh, Marlowe, since we've been defeated, may I have a word with you? Uh, certainly, sir. Well, uh... Lord Kenway showed me a storeroom yesterday, filled with suits of armor. I was wondering if I might have another look at them. Oh, certainly, sir. Follow me. My gosh, look at the armor in this place. Oh, sir, I'm afraid it's not very well organized, sir. Just a storeroom. How many suits of armor would you say were here, Marlowe? Well, I wouldn't say there's one complete suit of armor here at all, sir. Just odd helmets, breastplates, neck pieces, I expect. Hard to tell. Uh, Lord Kenway has spent a lifetime assembling the complete suits on display throughout the castle. I'm afraid he, he hasn't done this room yet, sir. It all takes time, you know, sir. The accumulation of centuries. Yes, yes, I can imagine. Suits of armor must have been pretty uncomfortable. Well, I expect so, sir. They, they generally wore doublets and holes underneath, such as the, the sixth Earl of Kenway is wearing in that, uh, that portrait. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, what fun this storeroom was for the children in the old days, sir. Such dressing up. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll bet. <laughs> kind of hard to get in and out of a suit of armor, though, isn't it? Oh, no, sir. Uh, most of them, uh, such as this helmet, have leather straps which merely buckle on. Oh, yeah. Do you, uh, you think I could get into one? Hmm? Beg pardon, sir? Oh, just, just for a joke, I, I'd like oh. to put on a suit of armor and pretend that I'm the Kenway ghost. <laughs> My, my wife. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. I understand, sir. Uh, a joke. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, sir. A little joke, sir. Uh, yes. See, she's packing our suitcase, and I just go clanking into the room. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Most of you. <laughs> yes. Hey, look, here, there's a pile of stuff here. Looks like these pieces match up pretty well. You, you suppose we could fasten them on? Perhaps so, sir. I, I'm not familiar with this type of suit, sir, but... 
<laughs> we'll do the best we can. All right, fine. <laughs> this will teach my wife not to believe in ghosts, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> it should, should be most of you, sir. feeling sorry for yourself. Nobody likes a whiner, you know. I'm the ghost <laughs> of Kenway Castle. <laughs> oh, sure. What are you doing in that thing? Uh, Honestly, here I am trying to pack so we can get back to London. You keep reminding me we're in England on business, and then you waste time dolling up. And for anyone who hates to put on a costume of any kind, oh, look at Oh, how did you know it was me? Well, to begin with, dear, real ghosts don't open a door. They walk through it. You'd better put the visor up on that thing before you smother to death. <laughs> how do I look, huh? <laughs> Can you see me as your knight in shining armor? Oh, yes. I feel like Guinevere leaning over the balcony and tossing you my scarf to wear in battle as you charge by on your fiery steed. Charge by? I charged off my horse. I don't know how they stayed on. You know, this thing weighs about 50 pounds. Really? Well, it's very handsome on you, and you scared me to pieces. Now, you better get out of it, dear. Yeah, it isn't very comfortable. You know, I don't know how knights wore these things and went into battle. Uh, here, I'm... Unhook this visor, will you, so I can put it up? Yeah, just a second. Unhook where, it. Where does it unhook? Oh, oh yeah, there, I see. Uh-huh, there. Oh, there. oh. <laughs> oh, golly. At least I can breathe better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't do that. I didn't touch it. The visor just clanged shut again. Oh, uh, well, look, help me get the whole helmet off, will you? How do you do that? Well, it just it unbuckles in the back. Oh, there. I see. All right, all right. Turn around. Uh, well, do you mind walking around me? It's easier than trying to move in this thing. All right, all yeah. right, all right. Yell at me. This was your bright idea, not mine. Just a second now. There. There. Okay. All right. What do you mean, there, okay? I've unbuckled it. You, you couldn't have unbuckled it. Well, I certainly did. Well, you couldn't have. When, it, when, it, when it's unbuckled, the helmet opens so you can get your head into it. There's a hinge somewhere on the top here that you... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> Good. You got it? What What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm standing here. You said, oh, yes. Oh, yes, I see the hinge. What about it? Oh, well, the helmet unbuckles and it's supposed to, to open. I have unbuckled it, dear, the leather strap, but it doesn't open. There must be some kind of a, of a catch somewhere. Let me let me try pulling it apart here. Don't, don't, don't. Stop it, will you? For Pete's sake, yanking at me that way, I'll, I'll fall over. I can hardly keep my balance in this thing anyhow. I'll say nothing of... Try to breathe in this darn thing. Uh, well, what do you want me to do? Uh, oh, I don't know. I want you to find Marlowe. He got me into this thing. By gosh, he better get me out. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Khrushchev to visit the United States. President Eisenhower on diplomatic mission overseas. No matter where the day's important news stories break, even in the most remote parts of the globe... Americans can be sure of fast, reliable coverage by radio. Time and again, radio demonstrates its unique ability to transport listeners thousands of miles right to the place where an important story is breaking. 
CBS news correspondents in every part of the world stand ready to transmit flashes almost instantly. And if the story is big enough, a newsman can be behind the microphone within minutes, giving the whole nation the facts. Through the years, CBS news has built an unparalleled reputation, a reputation for swiftness and accuracy in conveying word of the latest events to a listening America. If you like to keep on top of the news, if you like to make sure that you're getting the news just as it happens, be sure to stay tuned to this CBS radio affiliate for news and commentary bearing the coveted stamp, CBS News. Another important factor in the different sound you hear when your dial set right where it is now. Gone? What do you mean Marlowe is gone? So, for Pete's sake. Well, you are going to have to hold the visor up. I told you that. Here, let me pull it up again. Look out there. I'll hold it. You'll just have oh. to hold it, dear, if you're going well, to Well, it's hard to hold. I can hardly raise my arm. Anyhow, what do you mean Marlowe's gone? Apparently, he has a sick mother somewhere in another village, and he would suddenly call to go home. One of the maids told me she said it often happens, and he generally returns the next morning. Next morning? You, you won't be back until tomorrow? Apparently not. Well, I can't stay in this thing the rest of the day and all night. Look, you better find Lord Kenway and then Lord find... Lord and Lady Kenway and Effie and Betsy have gone on an afternoon trip. He's taking them to the ruins of some old Norman fortress where Edward I or II or III was once held prisoner or something. Oh! But anyhow, I don't think Lord Kenway, when he takes all these historical things so seriously, is going to be very pleased to come back and find you playing practical jokes with his family heirlooms. No, no, I suppose not. I I just don't understand it. Every one of these pieces of armor, Marlowe just fitted on. They kind of snapped together and just... Buckled on with these leather straps. Well, I suppose the hinges are rusty after several hundred years of just lying around. Well, here, I'll shove a chair in back of you and we'll see if we can't lower you into it. Well, you can't stand up in that thing until Lord Kenway gets back here now. Now, careful now. Back up slowly. Back up there. Yeah, but careful now. I will. Look out. Oh, goodness. When did you last have your oil changed? You certainly need a grease job, dear. (laughs) Don't glare at me. This was your practical joke. Now, there you are. There you are. Give me a cigarette. Mm. I wouldn't smoke in that thing. What if the visor clangs shut and your cigarette falls down inside the neck piece? Oh, well... Ah, my knight in shining armor, huh? <laughs> oh, young Lochinvar has come out of the west through all the wide border. His steed was the best. All right, all right. Oh, Don't oh boy, I'll never live this down, <laughs> I'm telling you. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Melville Cooper, and Anthony Kemble Cooper and is produced by Walter Hart 